fantasy managers, hello and welcome back to the FPL Addicts Game Week 4 preview show for the Fantasy Premier League 2021 and 2022 season, powered by Esports Live and brought to you by our sponsor, Bonus Bank. So the international break now edges closer to ending. There's just a couple of games left and there is no time for rest for FPL managers such as myself and the rest of today's panel. So we've got the usual suspects. We've got Jack from Esports Live. We've got Statman Dave, my right-hand man, Ollie Walker-Peel, our man on the ground from the UK, Chris Reed, and our very own FPL guru, the one and only Matt Day from FPL Addict. So Matt, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, not bad, Elliot. Just Cannot wait for this international rate to be over and get back stuck into uh, to FPL this weekend. Yeah, there's been a, a fair bit of uh, transfer activity and stuff that we discussed last week, and not too much has has changed now. But the 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 overlooming, you know, arrival of Cristiano Ronaldo and a lot of other big names is uh, is a lot to excite us. So just you know, game week four, you know, we've had a lot of time to prepare for it. Are you, are you ready for it, Guru? I'd like to say I was, but I guess we'll uh, we'll find out Friday night. Um, you know, I am gearing up for it, but yeah, just got to wait on all these injuries. I think uh, a lot's happened overnight with, uh, you know, international football and the injuries and the, uh, you know, potential COVID and players not being able to get back to uh, to England and stuff. So, yeah, um, I'd like to say I'm ready, but probably uh, we'll know more on Friday during the, the Friday night pod. Yeah, I think the, uh, the the Argentina excuse from Emmy Martinez that, you know, the, the filler game was played in Estonia was probably my highlight of the uh, the international break. Thought he could sneak past the authorities, but was caught in the end, which I'm sure has thrown a, a spanner in the works for a couple of FPL managers. But um, just a quick reminder that if you haven't joined our community, you still can. You can find out all about it at www e-sportslive.com.au slash FPL Addicts and you can also find our community Discord server there which is full of FPL insight and knowledge details on how to join that are also in the caption below and just finally we've had some fantastic reviews recently and we'd love it if you could keep it up so if you're listening on Apple please take a minute to rate and review the podcast and if you're watching along on YouTube don't forget to subscribe and like so that you never miss an upload and you can help other FPL enthusiasts find the podcast as well but we won't take another minute out of your time we will get right into the game week preview so there's a lot a lot a lot of exciting fixtures in game week four and after being starved the Premier League football for uh, for too long what feels like an eternity this international break it is back so I've brought the fixtures up on the screen there Ollie I ask you every week first so I'll go to you you know other fixtures on the screen there for game week four which ones really excite you most in sort of an FPL sense obviously good to be here as usual and uh, welcome to uh, to you all I think Leicester Man City for me obviously two sides that are right at the top of the Premier League consistently now obviously Leicester you know their rapid rise obviously you know in the 2016 or 2015-16 season they've been able to sort of maintain that now you know consistently challenging in and around the top four you know should have been in the Champions League last couple of seasons obviously not and Man City we're not what they're capable of you know you could say the Riyad Mahrez derby obviously the Man City uh, wing will be playing against his former club I think there's a lot of FPR sets in here uh, for both sides you've got the likes of Morris as I mentioned you've got the likes of Jack Grealish Ferran Torres who was so good last game week what felt like you know 370 years ago now um even for Leicester you've got the likes of Vardy um who've um, obviously played for for them you've got you know even Yuri Tielemans as well so I think on both sides you've got um some brilliant assets and you know it should be a great game as well on top of that 
Yeah, and I do recall, you know, the first meeting that these two sides had last season. It was at the Etihad. This time it is at the King Power Stadium. But Leicester did sort of run riot that day. Jamie Vardy got a couple, I remember, and Yuri Tielemans from the spot as well. And a, a James Madison screamer, I think it was. So there was a lot of FPL managers that were pretty happy coming off that game last season. And I think you're right. There's a lot of Man City assets that I'm sure people aren't going to be want to rotate it out, especially the guru as he still holds on to his Grealish, I think. Well, I will obviously touch more on the, the transfers and potential outcomings and incomings from our teams later but um, I'll go to you now Dave out of the, the fixtures on the screen you know is there any other ones that excite you um, yeah probably for me I'd say United and Newcastle like for me you know that's probably going to define my week you know if if Fernandez, Varane and Greenwood can all hit then that's probably going to dictate you know whether I can beat the average and, and turn my bit of a form slump around yeah, and, uh, you know, the Cristiano Ronaldo, what a massive name coming into the Premier League. Do you think he's, he's going to get the start for Man United? Do you think he's going to play? Um, not sure if he'll necessarily get the start, but he'll certainly get a few minutes towards the end of the game and we'll see we'll see how he goes. And, you know, but I'm sure, you know, in the next, you know, two or three weeks, he'll start getting the full 90 minutes. Yeah, there was a, a lot of questions on, you know, the last Friday night's podcast with myself and the guru, and a lot of them were based around uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's name. So there was a lot of FPL managers that have been transferring him in, and Bruno Fernandes is the most transferred out player this week. So I'm sure a lot of people are trying to make way for the number seven now and getting rid of Bruno Fernandes. But um, yeah, as you said, Man United, Newcastle should be a good one. Um, the guru before, when he was doing his little notes, he put down Newcastle as a team to watch. There's definitely going to be an upset this week uh, with Newcastle coming away from Old Trafford with all three points and a Lansar Maximan masterclass by the looks of things. But um, no, I, I definitely think that Man United, Newcastle is a very, very good pick. Reedy, your pick of the choice now. There's, there's still eight fixtures to choose from. Which one excites you, mate? Oh, it's probably going to be Chelsea Villa um, after after the two games that the guys have mentioned. Um, the City last ones should be a good game, but Chelsea got a brilliant squad, made some great signings. Lukaku could be an injury doubt, but if he's not and if he does start, um, you know, I, I fancy Chelsea to, to kind of get a few goals on that one. So, uh, yeah, late kickoff, I think, as well, possibly. Um, so it'll be a good one, good one to see. Um, goals, you know, a lot of tackles in that one. I expect there to be a good few bookings, feisty one. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and Aston Villa, as I mentioned, probably going to be without Emmy Martinez. Do you think, you know, it's going to sort of be a rollover for Chelsea in this one? I wouldn't say a rollover as such, but, um, you know, the likes of potentially uh, Buendia being out as well as Martinez. Um, you know, they've not got Grealish anymore. Uh, you know, Ings, Ings is in there, and obviously Ollie Watkins is there to come back for them. So it just depends uh, whether they're fresh enough. A lot of these international games and you know flights and things like that can take it out of players. So it just depends how how much they've got in the locker, really. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and um, as he mentioned, Romelu Lukaku and stuff. You know, the injuries there is going to be very interesting to see how that one pans out. And then Jack, the last pick of the fixtures today that you know people out there should look out for. If you had to pick one of the remaining seven, which one are you going for? Well, that thriller between Everton and Burnley, no more joking. Um, I'm probably uh, leads Liverpool. I think, you know, Liverpool is, um, you know, the players have got on the pitch. It's Salah, obviously, FPL god that he is. Um, expecting a few goals in that game. Not too sure on the head to head record over the last couple of years, but well, the last two two seasons, or well, last season, um, I'll have to have a check on that. I might just try and quickly bring it up. But yeah, they've got a lot of assets in there. Like Salah, I'm just going to be counting on him, but I'm looking at 
got my eye on uh, you know Patrick Bamford for the for the future game, future week. So be interesting to see if he can hit after making his England debut. Um, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, looking forward to that game. I'm sure Reedy will be too. Just looking at last season's fixtures, we got a draw in that away fixture for Liverpool last season. So yeah, hoping they can be firing a bit more there and Salah can carry us through. Yeah, and he did have a, that massive return against Leeds at the the very first game of the season. I think it was for Liverpool where That's he yeah, four three. Yeah, yeah. I think it was two goals and an assist. Or it might have even been a hat trick for Salah that game. I just remember double digit holes all round for him. I think he was my captain on the first day. So um, it was a, a great way to to introduce um Leeds into the the Premier League. I'm sure it was for them. But um, yeah, I think it's a it's a very good choice. And as I said, there's an abundance of uh, of games to look out for. Uh, in game week four, but um, they're sort of the, the main ones to take away from it. But Guru, we do have a live comment um, and he asks what to do with Suchek, keep or sell? He was a very hot prodigy last season in uh, in fantasy Premier League. You know, one of the, the very, well, one of the, one of the very few, you know, CDMs that people would actually want in their team that would actually get them points, but hasn't really hit the heights this season. He scored opening day against my team, Newcastle. But if you had him in your team now, would you keep him or would you sell? Um, if he was in my team now, without wildcarding, I'd probably keep. Um, but if I'm going to wildcard, I'd probably get rid of him. So, um, if you're using your wildcard, then um, probably want to move him on. There's some there's some better players at the moment for for that same price. But you know, if you don't have too many transfers handy, someone that you can keep around, uh, he's still a, he's still a good FPL asset to have. So. Yeah, absolutely. And as I said, he, he scored a lot of goals last season and um, just really hasn't been able to to hit the heights yet this season. But we are only three games in and he is uh, that enabler type of midfielder. But um, on the discussion of wild cards, we haven't really had a, a chance to talk to him in person about his wild card. He, he popped in on Friday and started telling us that he was going to be playing his wild card. But um, Ollie, there's been a, a couple of outgoings and a lot of incomings in your team. So, you know, the, the wild card, it's been an age long debate that, you know, a lot of people have putting their uh, their opinion on, on Twitter and everything. But you have decided to play your wild card. What was your thought process behind playing your wild card? Well, my thought process initially was, you know, strikers with the likes of Ronaldo back into the league. Kane I didn't have to start with so I wanted them both in but I feel like my decision is somewhat vindicated now with all the quarantine um, obviously with the whole Argentina squad we don't know if there's any more players that might have those uh, those problems um, but my team at the moment I'm still chopping and changing who to go with um, I really want um, Trent Alexander-Arnold still I haven't been able to fit him in though so I've gone with Andy Robertson at the moment for 7 million um, I do want a Liverpool fullback for sure um, my team at the moment's looking class um, I've kept some of the players that have you know made me start my season so well Sergio Reguilon um, he was a player I saw on Twitter that was like you know popular, a popular player that you should go without um, I can't at the moment he's been too good for me to start the season so I've got to keep him in um, might be able to bring could we bring my team up uh, just to see absolutely what I've got mate with? was about um, to ask you the same thing I was going to say if you can share your screen I yeah. can most definitely uh bring your wildcard team up on screen and there it is so just you know you can you can walk us through it now mate that we that we can see it so I'll go to my bench first I've, I want to keep that 15 man squad so I've benched Robert Sanchez he's still in my squad but I do like Watford's fixture um against Wolves and if they even if they don't keep clean sheet Backman has been making a lot of saves. Uh, Daniel Backman, I think he got points against Tottenham, got four points, and they conceded. So if he can keep clean sheet and make saves, uh, big total, uh, big points there. Um, Davinson Sanchez is out with uh, obviously quarantining. I was going to go with him. I've gone with Eric Dyer alongside him. I know Tottenham have got a few centre backs out, but 
I like their defence so far to start the season. Um, you know, a few people have said they've been lucky um, in keeping those clean sheets, but I'm going to go with them anyway because it's been what I've trusted. Um, like I do want Trent, haven't been able to go with him though, so I'm going to settle with Andy Robertson for now. If I can find a way to Trent, I will. Um, that's there at the moment. And Tino Livramento, one of the signings of the summer in real life for me uh, from Samson from uh, from Chelsea. Um, hasn't been able to get an attack and return yet or a clean sheet, but I think you've got to have him. 4.1 million. I think he's a must-have. Decent fixture against West Ham. I know they've started well, but you know maybe you could get an attack and return there. Uh, Salah, we've talked about against Leeds. I think that's a brilliant fixture for him. Ben Rama, I wanted that Ben Rama Antonio combination in. Um, obviously, with European football for West Ham coming up, uh, that might deteriorate a little bit, but I still think you know the quality that those two players have got. Antonio's banging goals in. Ben Rama's providing assists and scoring, so I've got to go with him. Uh, I like the look at Damari Gray. To be fair, um, obviously new signing from uh, from Leicester, five point six million. Um, I think if you don't go with him, or, I mean. A lot of players might not miss the boat on him, but um, got a fixture against the Dingles this week, so I think he'll do all right. And that front three, just absolute goals, goals, goals in that front three. I tell you what, look at that. Antonio, CR7 himself with the armband on. He's playing Newcastle, so he'll probably score about 15. Uh, and then Harry Kane alongside him, early kickoff. I've uh, got three Tottenham players. I think they'll get a result at uh, Sellers Park. So pretty happy with that team. 15-man squad, as I said, and I don't regret playing my wild card. Um, so I think that team going forward, even though I've had a good start, that team has the potential. I'm not saying that it will, because I'm not going to get a cocky, but that team has the potential to obliterate some teams in this mini-league. Um, so hopefully I can stay at the top. Well, you know, you had a, a really good start, you know, first first three game weeks in. So you, you have decided to play your wild card. And, you know, as, as you said, that front three is ridiculously strong. Antonio, Ronaldo, Kane, you'd like to hope that there would be a, an abundance of goals between those three, you know, pretty much every single week, no matter who they're playing. Um, three pretty fixture-proof players at the minute. Antonio definitely putting his name out there and, uh, you know, persuading a lot of managers that he's pretty essential being the, the highest scorer so far. So, you know, what... So the, the wild card, Ollie, I just want to ask again, you know, was, was the, the premise of it, was it Ronaldo, do you think? You sort of got dragged into a little bit of the Ronaldo hype, do you think? Well, when there was rumours of Ronaldo, because obviously this, um, this the game week or the deadline lifted before the transfer deadline day. So I always had the, the feeling that Ronaldo was going to City and that I wanted to have him in if he was going to come to the Premier League. Obviously, the U-turn, he went to United. I'm like, I've got to have him in now. I have to have him in now. Um, I also wanted Harry Kane. Obviously, it hasn't been amazing to start the season, but I always planned early on in the season to wildcard early and get him in. Um, he obviously doesn't start the season too well usually, um, but once we get out of August, as we are now in September, he's going to hit his straps. He's going to score goals. Um, and then Ben Rama and Antonio didn't want to miss the boat. So, um, so yeah, pretty pretty vindicated in the in the wildcard decision, I think. Uh, Ollie, so a quick question for you, mate. Um What's the uh, so what's your plans for fixture swing? So say game week seven, you know we've got this big Chelsea fixture swing. Do you have plans to get a couple of their players in, um, or do you be pretty happy with this sort of side long term? Well, look, yeah, I think coming up, obviously Tottenham don't have the greatest of runs, so if potentially you know clean sheets might be an issue, I could switch to someone like Reese James once he comes back from his ban. Or, or someone else in that, in that uh, Chelsea defence. I was looking at Romelu Lukaku this week. I did have him in my team. That would help. I would bring him in for uh, for Kane. So, um, but obviously with the injury cloud, that's a bit annoying. Um, I was going to have him in because it's obviously a one million save on on, on Kane. That would mean that I could bring someone like um, Trent in over Robertson. So it would give me a little bit more flexibility. So the um, the Chelsea one, 
is a bit frustrating that I don't have any Chelsea players in, but I'm sure once it comes to the time, we'll um, we'll get them in when it matters. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a very fair point there. You know, a front three of Ronaldo, Kane and Lukaku would be absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, a lot of people would argue that Mikel Antonio is more valuable at the minute. But um, we'll move on now. Guru, we obviously won't go through your team. We'll save that more for Friday and the transfers you are making. But um, you have got another question. And uh, this time, Bishwajit asks, which Man City asset should you pick for game week four? Um, look, I'm going to be biased because he's in my team. But... I'm really liking Jack Grealish. He's he's got two returns in the last two. Um, he's looked good for England over this over this break. So um, I've got a good feeling about Jack Grealish in uh, in this coming game week. So um, yeah, I'll be looking at him. I think he's a guaranteed assist uh, most weeks, and you know does get get the odd goal. So I'm liking Jack Grealish. Yeah, and obviously, if, if the guru is going to back him himself, then you'd like to hope that he would be a, a fairly astute pick. And we've got another question from uh, from Gaming Zone, and he asks, who is the best 5 million defender? There is a lot. Look, I would have said uh, Regulon, um, but I think he's gone up now. Hasn't he, Oli, in, in your side? He's about 5.1 or 5.2 now. Right, for sure. Um, he is... I've sort of shared screen up. He is... 5.2, so if you can get that extra 5. 0.2 million, I'd go with him. But um, no, I'd probably say I do like Soufal at West Ham. Uh, Saints away this week. Uh, I think they continue to have good fixtures as well. So Soufal's pretty good value. Always gets a, usually gets an assist. Hasn't quite had the clean sheets yet, but you know he always gets those assist points. He's a goal threat. So I'd probably say Soufal's pretty good value at 5 mil. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a fairly decent answer. A lot of people have, uh, have slept on Soufal for the start of the season, but um, he's uh, he's been a fairly decent asset for uh, for West Ham, especially last season. But um, we will move on to your team now, Statman, and um, I'm, I'm going to assume there's a, a fair few, a uh, fair bit of transfer activity happening with your team as well. So you just want to take us through, you know, the transfers that you've made. Yeah, definitely. So uh, obviously the wild card's been played. Uh, my start of the season's been a bit under par. I think, uh, you know, I've had two weeks under the under the average, which I don't think I'd had two weeks in a row under the average all of last season, my first year of FPL. So decided it was time to rejig the team a little bit. Um, so yeah, seven changes in total. So especially focusing on the defensive end. Um, so Martinez out for Loris, uh, Larice. Uh, and then basically a complete clean out of defenders. So Shaw uh, out, Varane in, uh, Simicast out, uh, Regulon to come in for him. Uh, obviously, Simicast losing his potentially losing his place is the main reason for that one. Um, target out for Christensen, um, White for Duffy, uh, and then midfield just. Suchek, I wasn't going to move out, but uh, needed to raise a little bit of cash to bring in uh, Antonio into the forward line. So Suchek out, Basuma in, uh, and then Tony out for Antonio. Um, so fair few changes. It's all about picking a team in form because the team I had certainly was not in form. Um, so hopefully that can sort of turn things around a little bit for me and start me progressing back up the leagues rather than down the leagues. Yeah, and it, it seems that if you've got Mikel Antonio in your team these days, that man that um, you seem to to do pretty well and, you know, usually get above the average. So was he a, a big part of you wanting to play your wild card? You know, a lot of people, including myself, didn't choose to go with him at the start of the season, but um, he's definitely uh, he's definitely shut me and a lot of FPL managers up. So was he, you know, sort of the reason that you wanted to play it a bit? Uh, look, to be honest, 
I, I had two trades up my sleeve, so I potentially was going to bring him in anyway. Um, so I was probably, yeah, he was coming in regardless. And then when I realized how poor the rest of my team was, I thought, no, that's the time to bring it in. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's definitely a fair shout for playing your wild card there. So we've got a, a two out of two for transfers so far that um, that have played their wild card. And we'll go to you now, Reedy. Are you playing your wild card yourself? No, no wild card for me, Al. Uh, I'm sticking sticking to my guns uh, for this game week four. Um, I just want to, like the guru says, find out you know what's happening on Friday with team news and updates and all these international situations. Um, so I, you know, I'll stick with it for now. I think I've got a pretty solid team. Um, I could maybe make one more transfer, um, but I've already made my move for this week uh, so far. So it's whether I take a hit. I did it last last game week. It didn't really it didn't really make a difference um, bringing Son in for for Salah because um, they pretty much would have got the same same points with the captain. So yeah, I'm I'm happy for now. I'm going to save that wild card for for when I most need it. I think and yeah. And uh, who is that transfer that you are you're alluding to, Reedy? Who's the the man that you brought in this week? Yeah, I thought that question might have been coming. Um, <laughs> so, it is, so it is Gray for Everton. Um, brought, brought in Gray, great value. Um, Ollie's obviously put him in his, his wild card team there. Last couple of game weeks, he's, he's done well for them. And um, they've got Burnley, which is a great fixture for Everton, to be honest with you, as much as uh, I don't like to say that. Um, I think they, they should be able to win comfortably. Um, but on the other side of things, if they did get beat, <laughs> I wouldn't be too uh, too thingy with it either. So, yeah, I've brought Bray in uh, for who did it take out? I can't even think now. Um, whoever it took out anyway, it doesn't really matter, but Gray's the man now. Damari Gray's in his team, game week four. He's getting a hat-trick against, as the Dingles, as Ollie would call them, he's getting a hat-trick <laughs> against Burnley. He's going to make a lot of FPL managers happy. Um, I think that's a very good transfer. Obviously, as Dave said, you've got to pick your team on form, and he is a man on fire for the Toffees at the minute. You know, that one 1.5 million pickup, I think it was, from Rafa Benitez. Um, absolutely brilliant. He's looked a different player since coming back. You know, he had a year out in uh, in the Bundesliga, but um, he's come back and he's firing on all cylinders for Everton, so I'm sure a lot of FPL managers have made the switch to get him in as well and Jack you're the final one that we've got to go through for transfers before we discuss the captain pick so is there is there any transfer activity going on in your team this week there'll be uh, a couple of moves going on I think but after seeing all his team I'm going wild card action it's uh, it's too tempting but I think we're going to uh, I'm going to bottle that one and, and you know and not do it so early I've kind of learned my lesson from last year Kind of hold on to it, stick to a bit of a boring one, and just have a one or two transfers at most. I think I'm, just, I'm sharp. I'm going in between Ings out for Antonio or Bamford. Uh, probably more with Antonio with his form. Probably going to go on him with you know I've got Richarlison in the, in the, you know Luke still on the pitch somehow and Chris Wood still on the pitch. So see how they go in this next game against each other, and then whoever goes from there will be um, yeah. Bamford will be coming in, I think, from there. So, and I also need to get Target out as well because he's in for an absolute hell of a ride next four or five games, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. You know, a lot of red for the for the Aston Villa um, assets in a lot of people's teams. So I understand the the want to get Danny Ings out, but I'm sort of in a similar position to you. You know, you've got two other strikers that aren't necessarily performing as well. So, you know, what do you sort of do? Um, but um, it's a, it's almost like it's a showdown this week between Chris Wood and Richarlison. Whoever whoever doesn't score is out of your team. So it will uh, it'll be but, yeah, that's it. Playing play for the place in the team. That's it. Also, whoever survives, I can survive another week uh, until that wild wild card comes in the uh, probably game week seven. 
yeah so you think game week seven for your wild card you can you can see it sort of approaching yeah i think so the, the more the guru tells me the more it makes sense so that's where i'm kind of at the swing well you heard it if you want any advice it's uh you want to go to the the fpl guru and he'll give uh he'll give you the best advice game week seven reese james i think was uh something that a lot of people have had their drilled into their heads on the on the podcast recently in the the chelsea fixture swing in game week seven but um before we discuss the captain picks we've got another question from gaming zone guru and he says he has ronaldo salah and trent should he need any more premium assets that's a lot isn't it um Probably not really. It depends. Um, if that's if, if he's bringing Ronaldo in just as a transfer, it doesn't sound like that, that's a wild card. He's just bringing Ronaldo in there. It's probably about enough for now. I don't think you need too many more. Um, you know, Ronaldo covers Bruno. Um, Trent is like having a midfielder anyway. Um, and then, yeah, Salah is Salah. So probably doesn't need too many more than that. There's a lot of players in that mid range um, that he can now purchase. Um, that are getting just as many points, if not more. Diego Yota, uh, Antonio, who we've just mentioned, Ben Rama, um, you know, probably have Calvert Lewin over Kane right now as well. Um, he's got some good fixtures coming up. So, um, yeah, no, probably don't need uh, too many more premiums. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a very fair shout. The, the premiums that you had listed as well, you'd like to hope that there's going to be a, an abundance of returns for them. But um, we'll move on to the, the captain picks now. So the, the players for game week four who you should be captaining in your team. And Ollie, you mentioned before that you're going with Ronaldo. You're pretty hell-bent on uh, sticking it on CR7. He's not going to start. So it's put a bit of doubt into my mind as that, but I think I'll go with him anyway. Um Probably, if not, probably put the vice potentially on Salah. I think against Leeds, he's got a decent track record. So I will go with Ronaldo. A little bit tentative after the rumours, but I think I'll stick with my guns, as, uh, as Matt always says to do. So, you know, if you're going to take advice from everyone, take advice from the guru. So I'm going to take a bit there and, uh, and go with my gut, go with Ronaldo. Yeah, absolutely spot on, mate. And um, Dave, if you had to pick this week for your captain out of uh, all the new players that you brought into your team with your wild card, who's getting the armband? Uh, probably at this stage, I'm going with Antonio away to Southampton. Um, so he's probably yeah the, the main selection at the moment. He's, he's going to continue hitting, I think. And, you know, Southampton are, are probably not super strong. So hopefully you can bag a couple. Yeah, I think that's a, a very fair shout as well. Reedy, who are you going with? Um, the obvious one is Bruno, isn't it? Uh, Bruno Fernandes. Uh, I know he's not probably been in the form that, that we're used to um, this season yet, but you look at that first game, you know, he got that hat-trick. Everyone was was uh, happy with that for the first game week. Same with the Salah situation. Um, but for me, I just can't get away from him. I'd like to go for a differential like someone else, like Antonio's in my team. You know, I could easily pick him. Good fixture for them against Southampton. But I just, I don't know. I think Bruno is a guaranteed starter. That's what you've got to look at with your captain picks. Um, and, you know, he's a penalty taker. He's a free kick taker. Uh, Ronaldo's come in. So whether he'll take the penalties off Bruno, I don't know. But if he doesn't start and United get a pen, Bruno's the man who's, who's going to tuck it away. So I think it's got to be Bruno for me, just. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a fair shout. I've definitely tossed up between Bruno Fernandes and Mohamed Salah, but um, I'm fairly confident that I'll be going with uh, the Egyptian king 
over the Portuguese and Bruno Fernandes as of now. But um, obviously that may be subject to change. But for now, I think it's going to be Salah for me. And um, Guru, are you going to double up on the, the Salah there or are you going for something a little bit different? Uh, at the moment, it's on Bruno, um, but I am waiting on the confirmation that Son um, is going to play and it might change to him if uh, you know I get the go-ahead that Son's going to play. So, uh, But yeah, at the moment, it's on Bruno. Yeah, and Jack, are you gonna are you gonna argue with that the the Bruno Fernandez captaincy, or are you just gonna agree and uh, make it a three out of six there? <laughs> the captain's armband is on Bruno currently, so I'll I'll leave it as that for the moment. I think that's a that's a fair shout. So it's it's nice. I was gonna say, yeah, up to up to my captain pick, it was nice to see a little bit of a of a diverse, you know, sort of couple of captain shouts, but um Bruno does always reign supreme with these sort of things. But um, that's sort of our, our transfers and our captaincy shouts uh, for this game week. Obviously, the guru will go into a little bit more detail with that later on and on Friday's podcast. But um, that does wrap up this, uh, this sort of preview section. So now before we move on, I do want to just give a quick plug to our fantastic sponsor, Bonus Bank, who are, as I'm sure you already know, are supporting us for the 2021 and 2022 season. Bonus Bank show you how to make guaranteed profit by taking advantage of bookmaker promotions from across every sport in the world, pretty much, and not just football. Um, members of our community have been using Bonus Bank's platform for free to receive bookie promotions and bonuses on the EPL in the last couple of game weeks. And um, the platform is free to join but if you do want to unlock special features and go premium make sure you use the code fpl addicts to receive a 25 percent discount on your first month's membership and no locking contracts um so see the link in our caption for details and it will show you how to make immediate profit So now we move on to the guest section and it's a very special guest section today. Welcome to Tanya Davis and thank you very much for joining us. Tanya is a huge Man City supporter as well as a, a, a Melbourne City supporter. Um, no surprise there with their sort of their correlation with each other. Uh, Tanya, you've been fantastic, um, you know, sort of as an ambassador for our Women's League and helping that sort of launch this season. So uh, thank you very much for that. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for having me. It's been a while yes. since I've done something like this. You guys are all so profesh. <laughs> that's uh, that's always nice to hear. But um, we we will get right into it. Mm. And uh, I've, me and the guru have just got a couple of questions for you. And we've actually got a little bit of a game later, the first ever time that we've done that. So uh, we'll see how that goes. So so I'll start. Um, how long have you been playing FPL for? And what's your highest overall score? Um, so I've been playing for nine years. Look, I, I love fantasy. I'm just a casual player. Um, I think the highest score I've had was like 1,980. I'm always aiming for the under a million globally, but I haven't gotten there yet. I've probably the highest of my score overall was like 1.3 million-ish or something globally. So, yeah, not outstanding. I mean, that's a, it's a fairly decent score. You know, you've always got to have your goals for each season and, you know, nine years, that's a lot longer than uh, than most people are on the podcast. But um, if you had to review your game week one to game week three performance so far, you know, how would you sort of uh, rank that? <laughs> um, absolute disaster, I think. Like, I'm only on 151 points. I based my first squad on players that kind of got me points last season. I made the mistake of also putting in Lukaku and made him my captain. He didn't even play. Um, I also failed to choose a proper vice captain. 
Uh, I had Salah who got double digit figures without anything. Um, so I decided to use my wild card for game week two. Um, just as a bit of a refresh, I don't mind using it early because we generally get enough in one later. Of course, that's the week I make Salah captain and he didn't actually have a good round. Um, you can't really make this up, really. Um, I also run a Man City supporter club here and we usually have our own league and the rule is no United players. I bought in Pogba. When I bought him in, nothing happened. So kind of shame on me. <laughs> It sounds like a, a fairly unfortunate start with a, with a couple of the assets. But um, as you said, you know, you've got to keep going and sort of working towards uh, your goal for the season. That's it. That's what I've got to do. Hi, Tanya. It's the Guru here. Uh, Hi, thanks Guru. so much for your support with uh, growing our FPL Women's League. Um, so it's great to have you on. Um, <laughs> can you. you name two asset tips for the season um, so that you can just be players that ha you have to have your favourite players, ones that you're counting on, or just guaranteed mm. FBL points. So, you know, people like Salah or, you know, De Bruyne. I think De Bruyne is always a good one to have, although I don't have him. He's been injured. Um, Salah as well is good to have, despite the fact that, yeah, he failed me that week. I made him captain. I think overall, like, it's good to load up on midfielders and kind of use just, like, cheaper defenders and sometimes cheaper strikers. That's probably the biggest kind of tip that I can give, although I've not particularly followed it myself. <laughs> you sound like me. I'm the same. I'll give all these tips out and then never do them. So no, that's good advice. I agree on the, uh, I agree with the defenders. It's all about finding those budget defenders. So yeah, no, nice one. Thanks. <laughs> Definitely is what the guru did a lot last season as well. He gave out a lot of advice and I uh, didn't end up following it, but Tammy um, obviously did end up having a fairly decent finish. But um, Tanya, as I mentioned, you know, you've really helped um, sort of be an ambassador for the launch of our women's mini this uh, league this season. So, um, you know, what's your favourite part of our of our little FPL addicts community? And, um, you know, have you enjoyed being a part of it so far? Absolutely. Like, I really enjoy being in an all-female league. Um, you guys also put some really good work out there on your socials as well to promote it. Um, and we have, like, quite a lot of women in that group, so I'm pretty happy with the outcome. Just got to see who's going to be the top gal. Yeah, there was um, there was a lot. We went through it uh, last week when we reviewed it and there was a lot of people that if they'd been in the pay league, you know, they'd definitely be up there near the top. So there was uh, definitely a lot of good uh, female representation from the women's league. So you're absolutely spot on there. Mm, absolutely. We do take our football seriously, us football girls. <laughs> uh, so Tanya, what's your, uh, so what's your target for the FPL season? And then also what's your target in the FPL Addicts Women's Mini uh, out of the 45 female managers? Um, obviously, okay. it's really competitive mm -hmm. in the league so far. So we've got Maya on 270 points. So can you win the league? <sighs> okay, overall, I'm just going to follow my every year thing. I want to finish globally under a million um, as far as the women's league goes. I don't know if, like, mm, has his first three rounds completely ruined me? I'm not sure. But I would like to finish in the top 10 if possible. Yes, yeah, so I, I think... Yeah, you can do. So, so sorry, Ella. so you could. Yeah, I think in the women's league, like, yeah, top ten and um, yeah, top million in the world as well. Obviously, there's a lot of players playing FPL this year. I think there's seven million plus, but you know, there's some pretty good aims. So yeah, look, once yeah, De Bruyne comes back fit, yeah, you could mm. you could be onto something once De Bruyne gets back fit and you know put him in, captain him a few times. You never know. <laughs> please God, please God, someone just help me. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, it obviously is, you know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. We said it so much last season and we have said it a lot this season. You know, it was, you know, we're only three game weeks in. So really anything can happen. But um, as I mentioned before, we're going to try and play a, a little game now. It's sort of a, it's not, not exactly a stick or twist, but it's sort of a pick between. So you've got a 30 second countdown and um, I've got, I've got five, five different questions for you. It's just a choice between two assets. So the, the idea is, you know, the, the first thought that comes into your head is the one that you have to go with. So um, we'll start now. So Bruno Fernandes or Cristiano Ronaldo? Fernandes. I think he'll set up more things. Harry Kane or Romelu Lukaku? Lukaku. Why not? He's back. <laughs> Luke Shaw or Aaron Cresswell? Cresswell, because no, not sure. Ivan Tony or Adam Armstrong? Armstrong, why not? Grealish or Ferran Torres? <gasps> Torres. Ooh, that's a that's a controversial one. That the Ferran <laughs> Torres had a had a yeah, great had a game week three, didn't yeah. he? Mm -hmm. Yes, he did. Um, I think like look, Grealish is still very early, early days. But we know Ferran has it in him. So, yeah, I have to go with him. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, that's a very good very good shouts from you there and uh, a lot of very good picks. So um, thank you so much for joining us today, Tanya. You've been a fantastic guest for our Game Week 4 podcast and uh, you do a fair bit of content on Instagram. So where can people find you? Um, they can literally just find me on Instagram, which is Tanya underscore Davis. <laughs> Perfect. Well, uh, there it is on screen now as well. So if you are... Uh, you know, fingers crossed, best of luck for the rest of the FPL season. Um, fingers crossed you finish below that uh, that one million mark. But um, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, guys. And best of luck to you all too. So now if we move on to the guru section, it's the, the information section of the podcast, as I like to describe it. Um, Matt Day, he's going to do his thing, the FPL guru. So uh, I'll just let you take it away, Matt. Thanks, uh, thanks Elliot. And um, yeah, look, as uh, always, we're going to start with the, uh, the differentials for the game week. So um, these are the ones owned below 10%. Um, so I've got a few surprises this week. Um, and I'm going to start with a... The last fixture of the round, ironically, uh, Michael Keane from Everton against Burnley. Uh, he's 2.4% owned. Um, he got a clean sheet last time out. Um, really, really liking his uh, set-piece threat. I think I heard a stat, funnily enough, which you wouldn't expect from Burnley, that they've um, let a lot of set-pieces in. And, um, you know, I think the last sort of five or ten games, have, they've had quite a high uh, volume of set-pieces going against them. So uh, Michael Keane's obviously a big threat there. Um, so really liking him. Um, second one is another surprise, and it's going to be an Arsenal player this week. 1.2% uh, ownership, and it's going to be Lacazette against Norwich. Um, the Arsenal haven't started this season well, but you know I think they'll recover against Norwich and Burnley in the next couple. Um, they're at home in this one too, and I think at 1.2% ownership, um, he's quite a good sort of uh, swap out for for Danny Ings if you are going to let Danny Ings go. Um, so really liking the uh, the prospect of Lacazette in that one. Um, a third one, he's been a bit of a, a controversial topic on this podcast uh, a few times, but it's going to be Adama Traore against Watford, 2.7%. Uh, you know, he's putting the ball on a plate for, you know, the likes of Trincao and Jimenez lately, and they've just not been able to finish. And I think this could be the uh, the weekend that he provides us that assist and potentially that goal. 
Um, and then my last one, I'm going to obviously done it back to front here, but it's going to be someone that is in the uh, in the first game of the week, and it's going to be a Tottenham player. It's going to be Lucas Moura against Palace. Um, he's 1.2 percent owned. He's only six and a half million in midfield. Um, Bergvine did pick up a, a knock for the Dutch team last night, so I think he's going to be out. You know, Son's got a, potentially a a strain, so he could be out uh, as well. So I think Lucas Moura. Um, it's going to be a really big differential this week. So, um, yeah, definitely if you've got some space at 1.2%, you know, what a what a great option he could be. Yeah, the the only issue with the Spurs assets is, you know, these days they're only capped to, to one goal a game in the Premier League. So if, if Lucas Moura is going to get a return, it's got to be in that, you know, the 1-0 win. They're going for the, the title with a plus 38 goal difference I saw somewhere. So, um, it's, it's you know, it's, it's worked for them so far. So, um Best of luck to them. And I think Lucas Moura, as, as as much as I like to make a joke, I think he is a very good option. You know, he's always been one to, you know, come away with those those rare, you know, massive hauls. So um, it's definitely a, a fair shout that um, it could be Crystal Palace uh, this weekend. But um, you've got your captain picks now. I know we discussed a fair few of them later, but um, who have you gone with? Yeah, look, I'll do, I'll do the United double up first. Obviously, Fernandez. Um he was the reason when I, at the start when I was sort of tossing up between Bruno or Bruno. Um, this was the fixture I had my eyes on. Um, so definitely Bruno Fernandez, uh, Ronaldo, of course. You know, potentially going to make his uh, debut if he if he gets the start. Um, and then Salah as well. I think for Liverpool, always good on the break. He, he's good in every fixture, but I think this is going to be an open game. Leeds like to attack. Um, you know, Salah will get a lot of spaces and, and chances to score. Um, Harry Kane against Palace scores in pretty much every London derby. So, yeah, great captain choice. Um, and then if fit, uh, it's got to be Dominic Calvert-Lewin at home to Burnley. Scored in um, every game this season. He's taken pens. Um, so if he's fit and he's in your team, then uh, I think he's a really good chap too. Yeah, and um, who have you gone with your, your curveball captain for the week then, Guru? Uh, I think curveball is going to be Raul Jimenez for me this week. Yeah, so what's your sort of thought process behind that? He hasn't managed to, to get off the mark this season yet for Wolves, but, you know, he's obviously been a cult hero in Fantasy League for, you know, a couple of seasons now. So you're just hoping that he gets back to the numbers that he was hitting before? Yeah, look, I think obviously this one does count on whether or not he gets back in time from the uh, from the Mexico games. But um, just from what I've seen of Wolves this season, I've been very unlucky in, in every game. He's had a lot of chances and I just think... Um, He's just due that goal and and it could be this weekend. So uh, he's dropped down in price to 7.4 as well. So I think he's, uh, you know, going to punish those uh, sellers that did decide to sell him and obviously knock his price down. So, um, yeah, liking his fixtures. Uh, I'm liking this fixture as well. Yeah, and just before we move on to the the fixtures and the the teams to back, we do have a, a comment from UTFR United, and um, it's a, it's a hefty one. And he says thoughts on his wildcard team. He's got Sanchez, Trent, Duffy, Shaw, Salah, Yotta, Son, Rafinha, Antonio, Dennis, and Ronaldo. So uh, share some insight on your thoughts on that team, Guru. Yeah, it's a cracking team. I think um, having Trent and Salah in there is is perfect because they've got really good fixtures coming up. Um, Antonio speaks for himself, um, you know, getting, getting on Ronaldo early. Um, why not if you've got that confidence? Uh, probably only one just from looking at it um, that I'm not sure on is, um, is Duffy long-term. Um, Veltman's back now. Um, I know I think there's a couple of others in there, maybe Dan Byrne. Um, there's a couple of other Brighton defenders. I think Lamptey's going to come back. The formation might change. So 
Um, probably won't be so sure on him long term. Um, but you know, when you bench at four million, um, why not? Um, and also, I, I think you had Yotta in there. Was Yotta in there as well? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. So, um, yeah, really good team. Uh, probably, yeah, Sanchez, 4.5 million goal. Um, good choice. Um, pretty steady keeper. We'll get clean sheets along the way. But, yeah, I'd probably um, be between him and uh, Batman from, uh, from Watford for me. But, um, yeah, good side. Yeah, absolutely. And um, back to your guru section now. So your three big FPL fixtures. Again, we did touch on uh, a couple of fixtures at this beginning of the podcast, but which are the main three for you? Yeah, in terms of FPL, I think the main one is obviously Man United versus Newcastle because, you know, we're all just waiting to see Ronaldo come back to, you know, the Premier League, back to fantasy Premier League. Um, Obviously seeing if he starts against the, you know, a pretty you know, poor Newcastle side at the moment. Um, and then you've got Bruno in there. And I think everyone's intrigued to see how he looks with Ronaldo. So definitely that one. Um, second one, I'm going to put down Chelsea v Villa purely if Lukaku's fit. So if Lukaku's fit, I think, um, you know, that's another big FPL fixture because I know a lot of people have, um, you know, taken hits or used wild cards to fit him in. Um, and then my last one for FPL um, definitely leads v Liverpool. Um, you know, you've got Salah in there, you've got Trent in there, Yotta, Bamford, Rafinha. So, um, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's a huge fixture for Fantasy League this week. Yeah, absolutely. And then to, to wrap the, the guru section off, because we do have the Scout 11 on the uh, on the podcast on Friday. So if you've joined just to listen to the Scout 11, I do apologise. You will have to catch myself and the guru live 6.15 Melbourne time on uh, on Friday night for that. But um, you have three teams to back for this week, Guru. Who are they? I'm going to back Man United against Newcastle. Um, obvious no surprise. Reasons, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think obvious reasons there. Not so much for Man United's form. Um, more so just for how bad Newcastle have been. Um, and then the next two, I'm going to pick the wor- current worst team in North London, Arsenal, against Norwich, because I think, um, yeah, I think Arsenal are going to bounce back in this next couple. Um, and I like that fixture. I think, um, yeah, Norwich have, have conceded goals uh, in every game. Um, and I think uh, Arsenal at home I think it's a good fixture for them, regardless of how bad they've been. And then I've I think I'll back Spurs this week at Palace. Um, early game, hopefully get one over on uh, on Patrick Vieira. Uh, Harry Kane's back. So, um, yeah, that's that's my three teams this week. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good guru section. A lot of good insight that I'm sure a lot of managers will, uh, will definitely appreciate out there. So, uh, thank you very much for your time, Guru. FPL Addicts are delighted to be bringing you the Champions League Fancy Football. You can register your team now and create your squad. Head to bit.ly forward slash FPL Addicts UCL. What an introduction every single time. What an introduction. What a transition. Um, as we mentioned, you know, I think it was a week ago now, um, UCL Fantasy Football is now live and there's less than one week until kickoffs. So there's a lot of draft teams flying around in our Discord server. You know, we've got a, uh, a certain section of the Discord server just dedicated to uh, to all the UCL uh, fantasy fanatics. You know, we know Pizza Boy uh, loves it himself. So uh, he'll, he's definitely on there giving out a lot of advice to people. So, um, you know, you've definitely got to get involved and make sure you're dropping your team in the Discord as well and uh, you can get your team rated. But um, we do have our free mini 
and our paid mini, the, the free mini code is 80DVZL5S06. And um, all the information for all that is also on our website and you can find it in the caption below, whether you're listening or watching along. The paid mini is 10 Aussie dollars to join and has $250 worth of cash pool prizes to be won. But because um, we're so excited for the Champions League, you know, all the, the, the two fans on the podcast that we've got whose team is actually playing in the Champions League, we do have a little... Uh, Game week one, match day one, whatever you want to call it, predictor. So um, we're going to go through all the fixtures fairly quickly. I will have to sort of rush you for an answer because there is a fair few. And um, I'll just ask you for the results in each game. So we'll start with you, Jack. You know, your team, Man United, playing against young boys. How's that one going to pan out? I'll take that 4-0, Elliot. I love that. 4-0 to Man United. I'm not going to argue with that one at all, mate. Not going to argue at all. Uh, Statman, Sevilla versus RB Salzburg. Uh, I've got 1-0 Sevilla. 1-0 Sevilla. That's another good pick, I think. Um, probably sways in the way of Sevilla. And as you can see, it, it has the popular predictions and um, 13% of people who have done this also agree with you. Um, Ollie, you get Dinamo Kiev and Benfica. So who are you going with there, mate? Watch the game week, this. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two one Benfica. Two one Benfica. Oof. You know all your all your favourite Benfica assets doing the the bits for you in your your Champions League fancy, Ollie. Um, I don't know if I've got any in um in my team at the moment. Um, but you know I might have to have a look at it. Looks like a winnable game for them. I know they're away from home, but we'll have to see. Yeah, and the, the game of the, the week, probably, uh, Reedy, you get the pick between Barcelona and Bayern Munich. You you do get that choice. I'm sorry, Guru, if you are a little bit disappointed. You do get Lille and Wolfsburg just after this. But Reedy, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, how's this one panning out? Oh, we love it, don't we? We love those type of big clashes, um, you know. So I'll go for um, Bayern win. I think it'll be a 3-1 Bayern Munich. Robert Lewandowski with all three? Probably. And uh, I think he's a, a fairly essential asset for a lot of people to, to have in their team. So, Guru, you do get another, you know, really exciting fixture for this week. Lille against Wolfsburg. How's this one going? Um, look, I've got some faith in Wolfsburg uh, in this comp and in this group. So, I'm going to back 1-0 uh, to Wolfsburg. 1-0 to Wolfsburg. Lil coming away. You know, Yilmaz, a lot of people had him in their, their Euro fantasy teams. Uh, he's definitely, according to the guru, not going to be scoring in this match day one. Jack, we're back to you. It's Malmo against Juventus. Um, I know they're without CR7 these days, but, you know, are, are Malmo going to be able to do anything against the, the Italian Giants? No, I don't think so. I think they're probably obviously the weaker team in the group. So let's just go away. I think 2-0 Juventus. 2-0 Juventus and uh, fingers, you know, a lot of people will be going with Chiesa for this fixture. He obviously lit the Euros up for Italy. Is he going to be one, do you think, is going to be in your team? He's a nice asset. I think he's sitting around 9 mil in there. So he's got, obviously, he's still quite a premium asset to have. But he's, uh, yeah, he did light up the Euros, didn't he? He absolutely did. And uh, Statman, you get familiar boys, Chelsea against Zenit. How's that one going? Uh, I'm going to say Chelsea 3-0. They'll probably get a few goals early and then back off the pedal in the second half. It's a, it's a very safe prediction, I think, there as well. Oli, you get Villarreal and Atalanta. How's that one going? I'm actually looking forward to this, um, to be fair. Um, on a prediction, that's going to be a tough one to call, I reckon. Um, I'm going to go 
Villarreal home win. 2-1, just. 2-1, Unai Emery masterclass. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I could see that going either way, to be fair. Atalanta are a decent side and they usually do all right in the Champions League. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be too surprised to see Atalanta win it, but just home advantage, I think, for uh, Villarreal takes them over the line. To, to fair call and you know another one of the, the enthralling fixtures here for you Reedy you did get Barcelona Bayern before so I think it's only fair that you have to pick between Sheriff and Shakhtar Donetsk so who are you going with? <sighs> Couldn't even call this one <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a clue I mean I think to be honest with you based on previous um, Champions League or Europa League Shakhtar seemed like the obvious pick so I'm going to go for a 4-0 Shakhtar 4-0, Shakhtar Donetsk. Coming back to, to you yeah, know, it's going to be a, an interesting one to see how that one pans out. But um, Besiktas against Dortmund, Guru, there's going to be a lot of people with Haaland and I think he is he is the essential asset in this game. Is is he going to enjoy his match week one against Besiktas? I think he'll, uh, he'll definitely bag. Going to Turkey is tough though. I'll go 2-1 uh, Dortmund. 2-1 Dortmund. So uh, no faith in, in Dortmund to keep a clean sheet in this one, Guru? Nah, not in Turkey. I think those yeah hostile crowds and um, I'll back the Siktas to score at home. Yeah, it's a, it's a fair call. And Jack, you get the choice between Sporting and Ajax. I know a lot of people that have also gone with a fair few Ajax assets. Their group isn't necessarily the most difficult in the world. So are they going to be rejoiced in this game with, with an Ajax return? Ball draw this one, Elliot. I'm going to go 1-1. One one, okay. That's an interesting shout. And then, you know, if you, if you want to talk about board draws, we've got Atletico Madrid next. Uh, Statman David against Porto. I actually think this one might actually be a, a fairly decent game as well. But how do you see this one panning out? Uh, yeah, I've actually seen both of these two two teams at home when I was over in Europe, and uh, I'm going to say Atletico two one. I think. 2-1. I think that's probably what I would have gone with as well. And uh, into the final four, Oli, Club Rouge against PSG. How's that one going? It's not a question of how's it going. It's a question of how many. Um, <laughs> it, that could be a cricket score, this. Um, I'll say 4-0 to, uh, to, to PSG. 4-0. Lionel Messi with all of them? No, but he'll, he'll, he'll score. I don't think he'll get all four, but I think he'll, I think he'll feature on the score sheet. And is he one that's going to be in your UCL fantasy team, do you reckon? Um, I haven't checked in a while. He probably will be by the start of, um, of match week one. Um, obviously, we know what he's like. Great player. Um, he should be fine getting into that, that PSG team. He's the best player in the world. So I think he will be. Yeah, mate. I'm sick of these mind games, mate. You know, so no, I haven't checked my team in a while. Not sure what I'm doing. Uh, it's absolute rubbish. He's on it all day, every day. I can tell you that for everyone watching, he is always on it. So don't listen to a word that this man says. But um, we'll move on to Man City Leipzig, and I will have to ask you for this one, Guru, because I want to save the next one for the resident Liverpool fan. So Man City Leipzig, um, it's the the money derby. This one, I think a lot of people would call it. So uh, how do you see this one going? Um, yeah, I'm with you. I've not got much interest in this fixture, but I'll go uh, 3-1 to Man City. That is the most popular prediction as well, with 28 people also agreeing with you. And then Reedy, Liverpool against AC Milan. It, it's one of the classics in football. Um, you know, how is this one going to be similar again for Liverpool? Oh, it's been a minute, hasn't it? Um, oof. So 
hard to call these days because Milan, you know, they haven't got those absolute legends that they that they once had. I think we've got enough in the locker now having the fans back. Um, so I don't think it'll be four one to Milan as 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 Jack says. <laughs> I think you you all look closest game, but I, I think we'll win it two 0 Two 0 Liverpool. I think that's a it's a very fair shout as well. I think as you said, AC Milan definitely not the team that um they were back in that night in Istanbul. But um Jack, the final one, Inter Milan against Real Madrid, another one which I think is going to be an absolutely cracking game. How can you see this one going? Yeah, both teams look like they might cancel each other out as well, won't they? But I'm hoping for a few goals. So let's go uh, a draw and two two. Two two. All right. Brilliant. So that is our predictions for match week one. I won't review them all because there are way too many to, to name. And, um, you know, it's, it's obviously quite exciting. UCL Fantasy, it's the first time that we've launched it. So, uh, you know, you've absolutely got to get yourself involved. Guru, as we've always said, you build your team a couple of game weeks and then you don't have to think about it to August. So are you excited for this? Oh, I can't wait. I've, you know, during this international break, I've literally been on that app most days just I've changed my team about four or five times. It's a bit different to FPL, you know, FPL. Um, I kind of keep my team at the start and then change it right at the last minute. And this one I've been changing most days. Yeah, really excited for it. So, um, yeah, some really, really uh, big players. And obviously we'll talk about that a bit more of that on Friday. I'll do my team reveal then. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, fingers crossed the, the app doesn't break or anything like it did for Ollie in the Euros when it all started to fall apart for him. We just had to get that one in there. And he says he hasn't really checked his team. But um, that is all that we do have time for today. So thank you very much for listening and watching along. That brings us to the end of the Game Week 4 preview show, as Matt's just alluded to. Myself and him will be back live on Friday, 6.15 Melbourne time, 9.15 UK time to uh, go through his UCL fantasy team and bring along any final questions that you do also have for game week four. And then myself and Ollie will be there on the weekend for the early kickoff watch along between Crystal Palace and Spurs. So um, until then, may all your FPL dreams come true in game week four. Take care. Stay safe. Bye for now. 